You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Brian, thanks so much for joining me, man. Welcome to Southern Tier Success. For those of you who are listening, um, I have Brian Peters with me on the podcast this week to talk about um, the entrepreneurial operating system and how to implement it in your business. And uh, it sounds like this big thing, but he's going to really dig deep and show us some great things that we can implement in our business um, to get us some vision and some traction. So Brian, um, why don't you talk about for a couple of minutes uh, what you got going on over at Peter Supply, which is actually right around the corner from where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for that mid-style this morning. Glad you saw the building. We're ready for a remote meeting. Uh, hey, thanks for, thanks for having me on. I'm humbled. Um, Peter Supply, we're a third-generation distributor of facility maintenance, hygiene, safety, and packaging. So we really focus around systems and tools that help keep people safe, facilities clean, and their products protected. That's awesome, man. Um, So today, like I said, guys, we're going to talk about the entrepreneurial operating system. So Brian, why don't you kind of give us an overview of what that is? Um, And obviously, there's a lot there. So we're going to dive into one point specifically here in a bit. But can you share what it's done for your business and just an overview of what it is? Sure. The Entrepreneurial Operating System, or EOS, Mm -hmm. it's a business management system. So we were introduced to it through the book Traction by Gina Wickham, and some of our peer distributors in our buying group introduced it to us, and how they positioned it and how we see it. It's a system for us to align our people, our goals, and our activities uh, to make sure that the company is just a better run organization. I love it. So what has it done for your business so far? Is this something new that you guys have been doing or has it been a couple of years so far? I think we're now on year three, possibly year four uh, uh, u- using it now. And so a, a couple of things. So it helped us. What we're going to talk about deeper today mm-hmm. was creating that vision for the company. What do we want to look like? Yeah. Um, helped us surround ourselves uh, with the right people who can execute on that vision. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's been a way for us to identify the metrics to measure up our performance to see how we're doing. Uh, it's been a great way for us to prioritize and solve those daily issues that come up every single day that we mm-hmm. seem to get caught into. Um, helps us document what are the most important activities, set goals, and run effective meetings. It's really just helped us run a business. That's awesome. That's awesome. So in the the EOS um, model, there's a lot of different subcategories. And we picked one today that I thought would be really good um, for business owners today. Um, I mean, all of it's good, but this is we'd be here for hours. So what what I want to touch on is the vision slash traction organizer. Um, So can you just give a quick uh, spiel on what that is for a couple minutes? Absolutely. So when you start this path, with uh, EOS, the first component 
is the vision. And they have a tool called the Vision Traction Organizer. And it's set up really as a workshop. Mm -hmm. So some people, you're going to buy the book and you're just going to read through this and you'll go through the steps, whether you're a one man or one woman operation or you've got a leadership team. Other people who want some guidance, there's professional implementers, EOS implementers out there who can help them start this and keep them on track. And it all starts uh, with the vision traction organizer, the VTO. And frankly, we think it's the most important part of the whole, uh, the whole system. Now, so, go, ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go. Um, I was going to say, for those of you who are listening, um, there's actually like a chart that you get online. So we'll kind of pull some points from it and you actually fill it out. And Brian's going to walk us through like how he filled his out, what you can do and what goes where, um, cause it might be a little bit overwhelming. So what were you going to mention there, Brian? So it starts with this vision and, and you've got to think to yourself, what do I want this business to look like? What do I want this to feel like? If you can't answer that question, it is very difficult to build a team that's going to support that same mission or that same vision, as well as how to identify people that really just don't align with it. So it starts with that vision. And, and frankly, for us, without the VTO, it's very difficult to know if your business is on the right track. Hmm. You can look at the top line. You can look at the bottom line of your income statement of your P&L, but there's more to it. And this for us has just become a, a really great way to measure and see how are we doing of building the kind of business that we want to be a part of. So for me, I had no formal business management experience. After I got out of school, every career I had was in B2B sales, business to business. And so all I knew was of the managers that I worked for. And when I left that and I moved home and came to work in my family's business, I had no idea how my dad and my grandfather were spending their days to make the business a success. And so after a couple years kind of out on my own, I realized I needed some kind of a footprint, some kind of guidance. And for us, traction and this VTO was the difference between day and night for us. That's awesome. Um, so there are two um, sections to the VTO. And the first one is vision, like you mentioned, and the second is traction. So underneath vision, there are uh, four or five points that need to be filled out. And we'll kind of walk through those so people can get an idea of what they are and how to implement them. So the first one is core values. So if you want to take a couple minutes and, and touch on each one of them, and I'll, I'll blurt them out for you. So starting with core values, what would be something that we should put in there? And how do we come up with that? So um, the core values, um, are the timeless guiding principles for your, for your company. Mm -hmm. Um, think about, think about like, you can think about Amazon. I think they're a great example. You know, look right at the logo from A to Z. They've got the arrows They're They've got this mission, this vision of, they want to be involved in your life from A to Z. And so you might say these guys don't have focus of where they want to be and they don't have this, but they do. They've got these guiding principles of they're, they're just the customer experience. And so for us, those timeless guiding principles, for us, it was delivering innovation. We want to be focused on the ones who are bringing out new innovative ways to keep people safe, to keep the facilities clean and to help keep products 
protected. Mm-hmm. So timeless principles that in most businesses never change. You may change what products you sell, but those values for most companies will remain forever. Hmm. So the second thing on the list they have uh, is the core focus. So does this kind of tie into the core values? Definitely, definitely. So the focus, we kind of think about where's your passion? Mm -hmm. What gets you up in the morning to run hard and run hard every day? And so you'll always hear us talk about keeping people safe, facilities clean, and products protected. For us, those are the things that we focus and put our time, energy, and efforts on. I love it. It's the, it's, it's, it's the place, it's, it's your niche. Mm-hmm. It's your niche. It's where, you know, your carve of the pie, if you will. Did it take you guys a while to narrow these things down? Funny thing, the values and the focus on our VTO, when we go back four years, mm-hmm. are the two things that haven't changed. Everything else on the document has changed every single year when we do our <laughs> annual meeting and yeah. get together. Like where the plans are, what are the projects, what do we want to change and what do we want to do? But every year we go through that and we always come back to, we want to be delivering innovation and we want to be helping keep people safe, facilities clean and products protected. For our business, the two haven't changed as long as we've been doing it. Everything so, else has. So when someone is listening to this, it's okay if some of the other things do tweak, but I mean, things are going to change, right? Definitely. Your targets are going to change. Your marketing strategy is going yeah. to change. You know, your footprint. Heck, I'm sure some of our peers in their uh, VTO mm-hmm. had something to do with a showroom where people came in to see their stuff. Yeah. The doors are locked. You can't get in that building right now. So they probably still have those same values and that same focus, mm-hmm. but how they get there mm-hmm. is going to, for us, every year it changes. Every mm-hmm. year it changes. Now, under the, the vision portion of the, the VTO, um, there's what's called the 10-year target. Um, can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So in this whole piece, it helps you kind of compartmentalize how to get to where you want to be. 10 years is the furthest that we, that we look with this tool. And every year when we update it, it's 10 years from that date. So think about when we've done this for us historically, it's been things like, how big do we want to be? What is our staffing going to look like? What's our footprint going to look like? Uh, this is an interesting piece, whereas in the initial years, it was probably for us talking about hubs of locations in different areas, and that's changed. I mean, the world became flat, frankly. We can get anywhere <laughs> with it now, and it's, it's just, it's, it's those, the look and feel of the business at a very, very macro level. And then the last thing under what's called the vision tab is the marketing strategy. And uh, just like you said, these change. um, So don't be afraid of that. Um, But how do you guys fill that out? And what would you um, say to another business owner if they're going through this right now? So this is one of those areas that's had a lot of change over the years of the business. And so we've kind of come to the realization that it is very difficult to be all things to everyone. Mm-hmm. we've tried we've tried to uh, expand the offering and expand the uh the footprint 
But we found when we were most successful, when our clients were the happiest, was when we focused. We really focused on markets and problems that we were better at than others. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the, the other side of this, there's, there's a couple pieces. So with that focus is, what are your, what do you, what's unique about you? Mm-hmm. you know, there are many people whose warehouses have similar goods to us, but you got to think of those three uniques. What do you do better than all your competitors? You might not have it on your business card. You might not have it on the front of your website, but you probably should. You got to sit back and talk to your customers and say, what do we do better than the competition? Why do you keep coming back to us? It's not, so, it's not what you think, it's what they think. So it's in having those uniques to your business of mm-hmm. what you do better than the competitors. Because everybody's got it. There's no way that two businesses in the same line of trade are the same. They're doing different things, mm-hmm. doing different things. Um, the third piece of it is what's the proven process? How do you provide your goods and services to your customer? What are those steps? What are those things that you do to actually get to the place where you're solved the problem and satisfied a need to the customer? So these are things like, you know, how do we, how do we solve the problems? How do we take an order? How do we get it delivered? What are those um, component? What's your process? What are those core processes we call them to actually help the client? And those are what make up the marketing strategy. And those are absolutely something that when we sit down this December, it's going to look a lot different than last December. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. All of us. All of us. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. Um, the next thing is traction. So we covered everything under the vision tab. So again, when you guys are filling this out and you're kind of going through this with your business, the VTO, there's two sections, the vision and then the traction. Um, so moving on to the traction, Brian, there's a few points under there. And the first one is the one-year plan. So we went over a 10-year target in vision and now obviously it's in traction. There's a one-year plan. How does that differ besides nine years? Yeah, great question. Um, so as you start to zero in in a shorter time period, mm-hmm. now everything becomes a much more micro-focused. So instead of this pie-in-the-sky idea of what we want to look and feel like, the one-year plan is going to start getting real specific with the measurables and the goals. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be for some of your businesses, I want this many dollars of revenue. I expect my gross margin percentage to be this. I expect my EBITDA to be this or my income to be this. Um, I expect growth of this level. Goals then need to get a lot more specific. So 
maybe at a 10 year goal, I expect to have so many employees, mm -hmm. but at the one year goal, I expect to hire a full-time CFO this year, for example, or I expect to build and open a new uh, facility uh, or a new website or a new uh, marketing camp, whatever they get. It gets much more specific. And the idea is these roll up. If you can't figure out a one-year plan that gets you closer to the 10-year plan, you need help there. Next one on the list is the rocks. What are those? So rocks are these bite-sized goals, if you will, that you need to get done in the 13 weeks, the quarter, mm -hmm. in the three months there. So in our organization, everybody's got a number. It helps keep people accountable and everybody gets a rock. You know, our, our kind of take on it is if you can't put a number with somebody in terms of, of performance, why are they there? Where's their value? I mean, anybody in the business can have a number. You're the receptionist, how many rings before you pick up the phone? Mm -hmm. Everybody can have a number. And the idea of rocks, they're the way that help us accomplish the goals to get to the one-year plan, which gets us to the 10-year plan. So go back to those examples in terms of, if our goal this year to hire a CFO, Maybe my rock in the first quarter would be, I want to determine what skill sets I lack that I want a CFO to bring to the organization. Mm. And maybe next quarter, my goal is to take that and network with some other business leaders in the community and guys, guys and gals that you look up to as mentors and say, what do you think about this profile? Maybe in the third quarter, it's to start conducting interviews and by the fourth quarter to hire the person. So the rocks are the stepping stones to get to the goals that help you hit those uh, measurables um, of, of the, uh, the annual all the way up to the 10 year plan. This has all been super good. Um, the last one on the list here that we have. So again, for those of you who are listening, this is to establish the vision in your business and to get the traction, to get the ball rolling. I mean, these are things that you need to identify and figure out in your business and actually get them on paper. So that's what we're walking through right now. And this is what Brian's done in his business. So the last one on the vision traction organizer um, list is called the issues list. Um, I'm interested to hear this one. This is the hardest part of it all because everybody's got some vision of what they want the business to look like. Okay. Yeah. And everybody can come up with these other pieces. But what we found, it took us years, years to finally get good at the issues. Mm -hmm. Every day, little problems and big problems come up. In a, in a small business, when you don't have a, a, a huge head count, that means there's little things little all day long that are gonna come in and distract you. And the idea behind the issues list is, can you solve them once? Or do you need to resolve them every day, every week? every month, every quarter, every year, every 10 years. And so when used correctly, the issues list has this, this process in its own where we say, let's identify what the issue is, let's discuss it, and let's solve it. And let's come up with a process for it. And let's communicate that process to everybody so that the next time that happens and somebody wants to interrupt you, the leader, to say, hey, 
um, this issue's happening, you'll be able to say, well, hold right there. Have you checked our core process? Is this something that we've already solved? I want you to check there first. And if it's not there on Friday at 8 a.m., let's in our level 10 meeting, let's go through the issues list and let's get that prioritized and let's fix it. So for us, we struggled with it. Our days became eight hours, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours a day of solving problems, solving issues. And I don't mean an end user who's worried about health and hygiene or somebody who's packaging a product and they're worried about damage. I mean, the stuff that comes up like uh, delivery came, what do we do? Well, there's a process for that. There's a process for that. Yeah. So the issues list, to, to get them in a list and to prioritize them, that's the easy part. To start solving them gets, gets easier with time. The hardest part that we found was communicating it to others mm. and getting everyone to understand before you come and look for help for an issue, let's see if we've already solved it. Cause then your people are going to become, they're going to become more effective. They're going to be able to handle more. They're going to be able to excel in the business. And then you're going to be able to focus on your rocks. Cause my rocks aren't the delivery coming in mm -hmm. and, you know, needing to sign or whatever, that, whatever the issue was that's there. I've got other rocks there. And so do they. So the issues list is, I, I think it's the secret sauce. It's the part that if you're great at solving issues, you'll achieve everything else. I think that's super huge right there. I love the empowerment to be the tough love kind of guy where it's like, hey, um, we do have a process for this. Maybe we don't, but go check and, and make sure. And then if not, do your homework and then we'll reassess the issue. I think that's huge. We, we learned it the hard way. In the beginning, we'd solve an issue <laughs> and we'd high five each other and we're captains of industry, but we never gave it to the team. We never gave it to yeah. them to have access. And then we're like, why don't they know that this is the way we do this? We've solved this problem. Well, you never yeah. gave it to them and you never got it to them in a format that was easily accessible. Listen, some people want a paper file. I hate to say it. Other people want it electronically. Other people want to be able to get it on the cloud. You got to accommodate your team and make it real easy. <clears throat> make it flexible for them so that they can use it so that they're comfortable with it because to, you know using your words when they're empowered that's that's where you get traction that's where the the rubber meets the road on the tires and gets you really moving and rolling mm -hmm. so it's been a if you can if you can command the issues list everything else on this will really start cooking and you'll start having some real fun in your business well, everybody, Brian Peters from Peters Supply in Elmira, New York. Brian, thanks so much for joining me on Southern Tier Success. Um, you guys are rocking it. And uh, thanks again, man. So where can we find out more about you guys online? Um, and where have you found uh, the book Traction and even the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial <laughs> operating yeah. system? EOS. Start using EOS. <laughs> it's an easier word. So <clears throat> it, I, I, a Google search, I imagine, of uh, EOS entrepreneurial operating system uh -huh. traction uh gino wickham you'll find it there used copies through uh through any online source they're out there man it's a couple bucks to get awesome. a used copy um I, I, we bought these for clients we really believe in this book we really believe in this process so you can learn a lot about that online and if there's anybody out there that wants some help and ask more questions about it you can connect with me anytime um our, our website's petersupply.com, two S's. Um, uh, we're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Twitter. 
And you can email me um, at Brian, B R I A N dot Peters, P E T E R S, at Peters Supply, two S's, P E T E R S S U P P L Y dot com. And uh, I'd love to help anybody in our business community who's looking to make a fun, exciting, better business. Uh, it, it, uh, I love this system and I'd love to share it with anybody who wanted to learn more. Awesome, man. Thanks again for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This is great. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.